You're listening to a production of Swanson Media. Hey everybody, this show is brought to you by Kingpin Tattoo Supply. You can check out Kingpin at kingpintattoosupply.com. As I've mentioned before on the podcast, I've been using Kingpin slot lock needles for a while now. I also have been uh, fortunate enough to use Bishop Rotaries, which you can also get at Kingpin. I used them yesterday on a tattoo that I did, a big dream catcher on the ribs, and had a great time. I loved them. They were consistent. I've not had any real major problems with uh, any needles I've ever gotten from Kingpin. Um, I guess last week on the show, Big Me's exclusively uses Kingpin needles. So you can visit Kingpin at kingpintattoosupply.com or call them at 888-299-5675 to make your order of needles today. Again, Kingpin Tattoo Supply for the artist since 1996. The show is also brought to you by Inky's Tattoo Products. I also got to use Purple Glide um, yesterday on this tattoo, and it was great. It's the newest formula that they have and performed really, really well. I couldn't be happier with it. If you'd like to try out Purple Glide for yourself, make sure to go over to inkies.com and grab yourself some. Make sure to use the promo code SullenRadio at checkout and get a free sample pack of Inkies products with your next order. Numb, heal, and protect with Inkies. Hey everybody, this is Joe Swanson. Welcome back to another episode of Sullen Radio. I'm super excited to have on and have been able to talk to Randy Engelhard. He's been um, killing it for a long time now. Uh, he was one of the first guys that was a huge supporter of Sullen's that I was introduced to and a few years ago at Ink and Iron. Uh, we talked about that and, and a lot of other stuff we got to talk about, man. We talked about what kind of food he likes, uh, the steak that he, uh, the best steak that he's had, the Kobe beef that he absolutely loves, uh, Heaven of Colors, his shop, which is more of what he described as a, like a lifestyle passage or a lifestyle mall. There's all sorts of different um, niche businesses within there, including a bar, the tattoo shop, a piercing uh, studio, a clothing place, um, tattoo removal. Uh, so there's all sorts of um, things that are are together in this one place. It's a huge um, thousand meter uh, square meter place. And um, so we talked about that and, and how that's going and his traveling, his upcoming travel schedule and talked about his dog Madball and my dogs um, been crazy leading up to this, uh, the birth of my kid. Uh, the, the dogs have been, have been great, but also I think they're feeling a little bit of the, uh, the, the nervous energy in the house. And, and so uh, we got to talk about that, man. It's it's Randy's a great guy. I had a great time talking to him. Uh, this is Sullen Radio. I'm Joe Swanson, and this is my talk with tattoo artist Randy Engelhard. This is Sullen Radio with Joe Swanson, the premier art-driven podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sullen Radio. I'm Joe Swanson. Uh, I am super pleased to welcome my guest today, Randy Engelhard. How are you, man? Hey, how are you? Awesome. Nice to be at the radio with you guys. Yeah, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate you coming on. It's exciting for me to, to have you on. As, you know, as I was telling you before we jumped on the show here, um, you, know, you were that first guy when I came down a couple years ago to Ink and Iron and was still doing, <laughs> was still doing my old podcast uh, and was about to do some shows in the Sullen booth that weekend. And you were the first guy the night before I met, you know, rocking the big Sullen uh, bandana 
you know, all about it. Uh, <laughs> amazing artist killing it that weekend. And it's exciting for me to now talk to you and have you on the show and, and uh, have you a part of selling radio. So thank you for coming on. That's cool. Thank you, man. That's awesome to be here in Germany and hang out here and have uh, have a conversation with you in L.A. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's great, man. And um, I'm up in northern California and uh, it's um, it's really fun. The connectivity that we have in <laughs> yeah. in the world right now. You know what I mean? You can as an artist in Germany, you can post your pictures, post your work and use that as a calling card to go anywhere in the world and have people come to you and get work. I mean, how different, how long have you been tattooing and how different is it nowadays? That's awesome because if I, if I think that I think 15 years back, then 15 years back, I start tattooing and we don't have anything. We don't have that internet. We don't have no, nothing, you know, mm -hmm. that's in this time, I think I can't believe that, that I sometimes I go over around the world and meet some good friends and hang out with guys in the different countries and uh, get good relationships with good friends and things. And that's that's really, really nice. Even in this time, I don't speak any words English, nothing. And it's coming also the my, my language is coming only from um, my English is coming only from the from my travelings. That was really it was hard. But I can't handle it. It's all these things was only around my tattooing. Mm -hmm. I travel a lot. I learn English with that. I learn a lot of friends. And now I can feel that the international tattoo family is is like a huge relationship. It's like a big family. That's awesome. It's mm -hmm. awesome to be there with all these guys. Well, Every time I'm happy if I'm around the world and a new convention, I come back to LA after the year or Canada or Australia, wherever. And every time you you get the same guys back and it's like big friendships. And that's that's awesome. I like that picks right back up where you left off. Right. I mean, you can you know, these guys, you may not see them for a year, but yeah. because you're so like minded and you have these same goals and these same interests, you can pick right back up, man. And just, you know, go out, have a few drinks and, and over dinner or, you know, from <laughs> booth to booth in a convention yeah. and just you know, be bullshitting all weekend and, and have, and just continue that relationship. And I think it's interesting that, um, it used to be, you know, 15, you know, when we started tattooing, uh, 15, yeah. 20 years ago, you had to develop those relationships like first kind of regionally and then nationally. And it was only a few contacts that you could have internationally, you know, guys were going to Japan, yep. you know, lucky bastard went to Japan for, you know, if you, if for trips and, and traveled all over the United States and other guys were doing that, but it wasn't like it is today where, you know, you may have a home base like your um, shop, Heaven of Colors, but you're out yeah. international every, you know, every weekend or every other weekend and, and you're making these things happen. It's man, it's crazy to see. Right. But it's really cool. You know, it's it's not only a job. That's the thing. What I feel it's not only a job to make money. It's the first thing is I love to do it. It's uh, being an artist. And and in the end is the second part is you get money for it. But the first part, it's it's you have fun with it. You can travel. You meet friends. Actually, is that the best thing ever in the whole life that you can have your funniest part connected with traveling, mm -hmm. connecting with uh, meet some good friends and you get money for it in the end you right. know what i mean yeah this is a really good good thing that's why i think 
this is not easy to get a job like that. That's why I really appreciate that, that I can do that. Right. And, you know, it's, it's nice when you see that the hard work that you've put in over the last 15 years is paying off and, you know, things within the industry are happening. There's so much opportunity right now that, oh, yeah. that guys like yourself can, can move and, and do different things. Yeah, but the thing is also, it's a big thankful, uh, I'm, I'm really thankful to Boris because he was the first guy in that industry. He mm. showed me how I can handle realistic work or how I can uh, make tattoos without linings, only with shadings and color contrasts mm -hmm. and everything. That was really, really uh, interesting for me. And I followed him the, the whole time. Uh, and then we start uh, being friends. And also I was his client first. And then we, we start being friends and everything. And then I learned actually a lot about only the techniques. Mm -hmm. And then when I start uh, um, going overseas to Canada first time and uh, L.A. And in this time, I don't speak any words English. But then was the first thing what I, I meet all these other realistic artists and I see all these work and I was really impressed. And that was also for me a big step to learn more and more and more. Mm -hmm. Even when I I meet Roman also, that's why Roman Abrego, he's, he's one of my, my biggest buddy over there because he was the first guy I meet him in Vegas and he was from this time on not like, Oh, cool. But he was like, he knows me long time before that's his, uh, he's he's really cool. He's yeah. He was the guy actually. He opened me a little bit more the doors in the in the U.S. area. Uh -huh. That's that's why these that was really cool. And now every every year I I'm really happy to be back with that guys. And it's coming so big. Uh, when I was over there, I meet all the Sullen um, the Sullen family. You know, it's so much artists. I can't say all the names and even Ryan and Jeremy. Everything is so cool. And I'm happy every year to be back there. And every single trip, it gives me more uh, something to learn, uh, that I get more more uh, back. Every time I'm back, I know more about every trip. So that's cool. Even for my tattoo work, for my travelings, everything. When was the first time you got interested in tattoos? When was like the first time you saw them and, and um, were exposed uh, to them? First time when I was thinking that I want to be a tattooer, or what do you mean? Like, like when I, you mean when I was a kid and I was thinking that when I will start tattooing or what? Yeah, I, did, you, I, did you have, when did you, when did you think, hey, I, I, I want a tattoo? Um, that was actually in the school time. Some kids running around with some magazines of some, you know, some uh, music stars and stuff like that. But I was, I think it was in the school and I have the first tattoo magazine in that time. And I was, I, I draw and paint a lot at, at home, also at the school. But then I see these magazines and I think, man, that's cool to get, to, to, to do artworks on somebody, some buddies. And they work around and they can show your artwork everywhere. It's not only in a frame and hanging in your on the wall or whatever. That was the first thing that I was thinking, man, I will do this one time. That was actually the first contact uh -huh. to only like a dream. One time so I will have that. I will do this. Did you, did you start getting tattooed then at that point? And, and how long did it take you before you decided, well, here we go. Let me, let me start tattooing. No, actually not. I was before I was a, a tile setter. 
before, you mm -hmm. know, that was my, my job. And I was drawing some tattoo uh, flashes for friends. And that was actually that I meet some, uh, some guys. They, they really was really connected with a tattoo shop. And they bring me there. And there I, I learn a little bit some stuff it's like making needles and how using the machines and things. But nobody really showed me how it works. Yeah, and nobody want to tell me the secrets in this time. That was actually the weird, the weird part. You ask somebody, how is that working? And nobody will, so only was like, uh, yeah, try it like this. <laughs> but nobody even want to tell you how it works. Right. That was hard for me to get in that industry. But yeah, now I, I get it and everything's fine. <laughs> When did, do you remember when you first saw work like Boris was doing and had kind of a, um, an idea, Hey, that's the direction I want to take my work in. Oh yeah. That was like, I, I was on the convention in Berlin and we don't meet us in this time. It, I saw him work and I stand there three days at the convention. I stand at this booth. We don't talk. I, I only was watching his work. That was the main thing. I was watching it and I, I know that I come back on Monday after the convention and I, I call a friend and say, you have to come by now in my chair and I need to dry something, uh, something out. <laughs> you know, only from, from my eyes. I catch it with my, my, with my eyes and that, that's the thing and I want to try it out. That was the thing, how I start um, using a little bit of these work. But in the end was actually my, my main school time with Boris was my, my sleeve when mm -hmm. I get tattooed from him. Man, how important was that time, you know, to be able that to sit there <laughs> and, you know, and, and be able to watch that close an artist like of his caliber working on you at that time was had to have been very in not only inspirational, but um, yeah, uh, it, was it intimidating as well? Um, the thing is, you get this, you get a tattoo you learn in the same time, is it like how you, you, you do a tattoo like this? You have pain, you have everything in one situation, but this, that makes actually everything a little bit easier mm. to find out how, how the needles, how, um, how strong is the machine, because I feel it already on my skin, to so that what I see. That was really, uh, that was a kind of, I don't know, like a workshop, but on my body. It right. was really cool. But in the end, he gave me also some tricks and tips. Mm -hmm. And that w that's why I'm really thankful because that's the, the thing nobody need to do this. Mm -hmm. And that was actually the main thing that he told me, this is cool. You do this and this and this. That was awesome. And this time I learned a lot with, from him. That's amazing, man. It's, um, it's fun to be around those, that, that great caliber of, of artists and, and yourself included, you know, when people walk around these conventions these days, you know, and, and artists who are trying to develop their skills, you can, you can go stand, you know, three feet yeah. behind, um, uh, Nico and Randy and Roman and all these guys, you know, this caliber of artists that are killing it, you know, crushing these different styles of work. And, um, man, the sky's the limit when it comes to information and resources these days. So it's exciting to see, you know, where the industry's going. And, you know, as a guy who's traveling all over the world, where do you see that tattooing's kind of going? Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. 
first time I come over to you to Canada or US, then I saw all these great artists. And this time I only know them from the magazines like Roman, Nico, Mike DeVries and all these great guys. And in the end, I saw all these works and it was actually really, really nice to see what you can do with with inks and needles in a skin. Mm -hmm. That was for me a new a, a next step, uh, like, a, I don't know, it was like, I, I know in this time I have to work way harder to be on the same level because I don't saw works like this before. But I, I, I remember now it was the first time I come to Russia, Moscow, tattoo convention. It was five years ago or no, six years ago. And I know all these works from the US area. But then in this time was it that I come to Moscow convention and there on this convention, that was horrible for me to see great artists and nobody know them. There is so much artists in, that, in, in, in Russia that that was incredible. I was there, I, I checked the booths and I saw these works and it was like, I feel me so bad. My work is not good enough to be here actually. And there was some kids, there was one guy who was maybe 20, 21 years old, he come to my booth and showed up to me and was like, oh, Randy, your work is cool and stuff like that. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. That was cool. And, and the thing was, I said, yeah, show me your work, man. And he said, yeah, can you please give me some tricks and tips and because I love your work and stuff like that. And he also speak not that good English. But then was a guy walking around there, a girl, and... And I saw that sleeve and say, oh, please, can you stop? Can you stop? Show me that sleeve. That is awesome. And it looks like a Dimitri Zamoin sleeve. And this guy was saying, no, that's my sleeve. And can you tell me what I can do maybe better? And I was like, what? I was like, what the hell? You, you ask me? I say, you can tell me how you did that fucking <laughs> sleeve, man. That was like crazy. Because there is not only one guy or two guys. What we know from the magazines are... They travel around. There is maybe on this convention was maybe 20 artists with kind of with styles like that. Wow. And that was really like a, a hammer goes on my head, but like positive. You know, mm -hmm. I don't see so much artists with so much respect. Mm -hmm. That was really cool. A good, good feeling there. What's well, interesting now, six years, you know, in the in the future here uh, from that time, those guys can reach an international audience now through Instagram yeah. and, and through, you know, being able to connect immediately with selling clothing immediately with inked mag immediately with, you know, these other media resources that, that are available or they start their own, you know, um, yeah. uh, whatever website or, or podcast or, or whatever way that they want to create, um, a buzz around their work they can do now man again the sky's the limit and it's really exciting you know to see that um that excitement and that inspiration going on in the industry right now but i think that's really important now for us for everybody mm -hmm. because everybody is on that on that instagram on facebook we see all the works now also from these russians sometimes and mm -hmm. that's the thing that everybody see better work as your own and that means you have to be better now and that pushes you up every time more and right. then you can feel in the last two years that the quality goes higher and higher and in quicker time it was fast as hell that some artists now they work maybe two years and they do some 
badass quality. And when I remember, and this time when I start, I need maybe six, seven years mm -hmm. to get almost that quality. But some some kids now with 20, 21 years old like this guy, yeah. he was tattooing two and a half years. Yeah. And I think, what? And I need six, seven years only to get a, a good realistic portrat right. and this guy make a bad ass. Well, look, you know, <laughs> you look sleep, at, man. yeah, you look at That's guys crazy. like, it's, awesome. it's crazy and it is happening so much right now. You know, Jeremy um, just got back. Golden State Tattoo Expo just happened. Um, and Jeremy texted me this guy's name uh, who, let me, Arlo de Cristina, who I'm going to get on the show, hopefully. Uh, Arlo um, does black and gray work. He's from Colorado. And he's just killing it, man. And he's a young kid. He's from the Midwest originally, the Midwest in the United States here. And, um, and you got guys like Danny Lepore, who I've had on the show, you know, 20, 21 years old, been, you know, working their, working their asses off from the time that they're 18 and can step inside of a tattoo shop, either here in America or somewhere else and they're they're committing their lives to it you know at this moment you know that and it's really cool to see how quickly people can develop but it's also cool that um actually we uh, all the the old professional guys they open the doors really easy for that guys mm. because now it's more conventions they mm. guys have can stand on the conventions can see what we do um i don't i know 10 years ago nobody did seminars or you don't can buy dvds Right. Now they can join seminars, they can join webinars in the internet, they can have DVDs, they can have so much inf influence to, to get yeah. all these knowings really quick and, and intense, really, really hard. And that is, that's the thing that makes it easier for that, guys. And I think that helps also to get the quality better and better every time, because now it's everything faster, and that's why the quality and uh, have the going faster on the better level right. but that means for us all for us old old guys in the industry they they're working more than 10 or 15 years we have to to go back and have to, to learn more too we are not finished when we see what the young guy is doing now that's actually really cool because then we don't step on one point we also we are keep on moving the whole time to to get more and more uh, knowings and also from the young kids you know that's that's really cool it is man it goes both ways you know it, it, yeah. they can learn from from the older guard and and the and the old guard can learn from the young cats that are like really pushing and, yeah. and striving to make their way in an industry where there's so much saturation and so many good artists and um you know how is it how is it over there in germany man is it is a, there are a lot of people tattooing like in oh, here, yeah. in, here in America, I mean, it's just like crazy. It's like everybody's, you know, aunt's nephew tattoos, you know, like everybody yeah, knows I a tattooer know. that tattoos out of their house and that will scratch some work into them. And, um, you know, which makes it hard for the professional guys over in certain markets here to, to make a living. How is it over there in Germany? Uh, in Germany, uh, we are actually have a really big uh, tattoo industry because I think mid-Europe, in the middle of Europe, uh, is, is a really, really big tattoo industry. Mm -hmm. We have so much tattoo conventions, and they are all packed with peoples. And, and that's why, and you feel that the peoples are not more look for cheap, fast, quick tattoos. Now they start learning about all this 
the scratchers and things. Nowadays, they start and also save money and get artworks on the skin. Mm -hmm. And this is cool to see that the guys uh, more respect more the artwork. Not, they don't want to have only a tattoo. No, now they want to have an artwork. Some, some, now it's starting here in Germany too that they, we get more collectors. That's actually a thing that's coming from the US. A lot of collectors want to have only from the best. Mm -hmm. Some tattoos want to collect it to another good guy and stuff like that. But in Germany, it was a little bit, we was some steps behind. And now I can feel that we get also a lot of collectors now and they respect also more these artworks and stuff. And that's actually a good thing too, a good scene in that industry is this collector scene. Because if I, f I follow also some, some pages on Instagram or Facebook that you see how big is this collector scene right now. They start not that long ago. It, I think it was, I don't know, four or five years ago. Right. They starting some pages or they, they, co they connect together around the whole world. And now I tattooed also some collectors and I see all these tattoos and think, man, you get this from this guy and this guy and everybody I know. And that guy is also jump around the whole planet to catch the best tattoos. And in the end, is that the same system that what we do as artists doing the collectors? Yeah. And that's really cool to see that, uh, that clients building also a big scene in that mm -hmm. tattoo industry. Yeah, everything's cool. everything is blowing up in the industry, and it's it is exciting to see. Man, what's your what's your favorite place to travel? You've been all over the world. Um, do you have a favorite spot or convention? Oh my God, that's that's actually a really hard question <laughs> because every every country has his own style and it's different, and that's that makes it really interesting to stay this time in Canada or this time in U.S. or this time in Australia. It's not there a, a, a good a good place where I say, oh, this is my favorite. It's from the nature. Is it like New Zealand? That was really awesome, man. I love Australia too, but I also love it to come back to to US. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to say what is the best place to live. You got a favorite? Do you got a favorite food when you're or, out there? Like, uh, if, if no, you... I I eat a lot and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's I this no I don't have a favorite food. You, uh, it's all food. Steaks. It's all good. Big, yeah, it's all good. But big steaks is every time cool. Well, but if I'm with Roman, I love the, these burritos out there. Man, okay. I'm a big burrito fan. If I stay with Roman, yeah. <laughs> he's got the burrito <laughs> spots on lock. I'm sure out there. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. I think, but there's there's good. I don't get good burritos like that here in Germany or in Europe. No, not once. That's that's really cool. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Do you yeah. uh, you had a picture on your Instagram uh, from a place called Beefers over there? You had some ridiculous yeah. looking steak. Where is that place? This is this is near this next town from us. It's a good friend of, of mine, and he owned that restaurant, and he make really good fillet steaks. And that's why, yeah, I'm, I'm every time there, every month for once. But even my best favorite restaurant in the whole world is actually when I'm with my Australian buddies out down there in Chinatown. There is, a, what's it called? It's like Stone Grill. And they have this Kobe beef, you know, this Ooh, Kobe yeah. beef uh -huh. fillet. Man, this is, I don't know what it is. That's more than an orgasm uh, <laughs> when you eat that fucking steak, man. 
This is more than this. Every year, I know if I go to Australia, I need to go in that fucking restaurant. That's how you, awesome. <laughs> how do you order? How do you order that steak? How's your steak ordered up? Rare? Do you like it rare or medium rare? No, medium, like medium. Yeah. A, a steak like this have to be medium. This you you need to feel a little bit of these, of of the work of that meat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you like anything on top of it? Do you, are you gonna top that uh, top the steak or is it just? Ah uh, no, just the steak and a little bit dip. That's it. But yeah. the steak, I need I need the flavor of that meat. That's the main <laughs> important thing. Right. I can't put it in something sauces or whatever to to damage that that flavor. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, you're serious about your steak, man. Have you all you always been a you've always been a big eater, huh? Sorry. You're, I said you're very serious about your steak. <laughs> you've always oh, been yeah. a big yeah. eater. Always enjoyed well, steak and. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> what's your favorite uh, meal that you grew up with, man? Like, what's the what's the meals over there, like in Germany, that that if I was to come over there, I would definitely oh, have. We to have try. so much. We have so much. But in the end, you know, every kid's like spaghettis. You know, that's why you grow up in every world. You, you grow up with spaghetti, and that's that's the main thing. But we have so much good things like schnitzel and all these stuff. That's really yeah. cool. German, I think German kitchen is good, but you can you can get also fat with that food. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Shit. If you eat too much, anything, you're going to get fat, but uh, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you, uh, do you try to stay in shape? Do you work out? And, and, uh, I mean, it's gotta be a little bit difficult holding the kind of schedule that you hold with tattooing and travel. And, um, I know you have other projects, uh, TV oh, show yeah. projects and shit like that going on too. Right. Oh, yeah. It's so much things going on here. And, uh, the thing is, last the last half year, I don't was really in the gym. The last half year, I built my new shop. We have a big new shop. I uh, organized the tattoo expo in Zwickau with my girl. Everything was so stressful and busy. And now everything is done. Everything is running. And now I start again going back to my old life to get in the gym, to start traveling. Because the last half year, I don't was that much on the road. Mm-hmm. <coughs> about this uh the new shop and everything it was hard what's your typical and also the tv tv show that that needs time also that's crazy but it's cool it's bring us a lot of clients and the thing is we are we 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 can show to to all the people's also good tattoo works mm-hmm. normally you don't see that so much on the tv like realistic work or what you can do with skin and ink um this is the thing with the TV, what I what I really appreciate that they give us the chance to show to the all the, the to to the commercial uh, what for artworks we can do. That's really cool. How did you but, get, talk a little bit more about that TV project? Because how did you get involved in it? What exactly is it? And um, uh, talk yeah, about it. That's um, actually it's a cover up show, um, but it's like a casting show. We are four guys. Three artists, but we are a team with four people. It's one like a guy that is a speaker. He he check all the guys they coming in the big area. It's like three four hundred people with bad bad tattoos, and we check out the 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 best uh, uh, the best t- uh, tattoos, the best bad tattoos, <laughs> right. and the baddest stories behind. Mm-hmm. That it's like that we can help these people a little bit. Um, that's what we want to find out. In the end, it's like a casting show. Mm-hmm. Uh, horror tattoos we want to find the weird tattoos with the baddest story behind and then in the end three artists 
only three people in every towns in Germany can win these uh, tattoo by me, Nancy, or Mick. We are the three artists. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's the thing. It's like a casting show. And but not not everybody get this chance in the end. It's it's crazy that we go in, in different towns like Berlin or Munich or wherever, and then is they're waiting almost three four hundred peoples of us wow. with bad tattoos, and only three of these guys mm -hmm. can win a cover up with us. That's really great. It's a lot of excitement probably around that. I mean, talk about that environment. It's got to be crazy, you know showing up at a little spot and having three, 400 people just kind of clamoring for, Hey, I want to get a tattoo. I want to get this covered up. Um, yeah, that's crazy, but not everything you can cover in that one, in that show. The thing is about the time you have only one day time after that casting, you have the next day, uh, you have to stay in a tattoo shop and then we cover this tattoo. But the thing is at the casting only after that whole day, in the end of the day, you know, who's the winner or who, who's you, mm -hmm. you guy, what you get. And that means you have only a couple of hours overnight <laughs> to find out what for ID, what, what you can cover on that thing. Maybe you can connect his theme a little bit, what he want to have, or this girl, whatever is it for a, for a guy, he want to have it. But in the end, is it hard to find in that short time the best cover up? But in the end, we make it happen, and that's really, really cool. But it's stressful as hell that, that weekend, every every weekend. It's really hard. Do they um, do they show that in the show, that it's that it's the next day and that the artist is only has this short period of time to, for preparation? Because, I mean, preparation, as you know, I mean, especially with color realism and, and the work, the type of work that you do is so important. And to be able yeah. to really... Um, produce these great works and these great cover-ups in such a short amount of time is even so much uh, greater of a deal, you know? Yeah, but, you know, it's... Mm, it is hard, but in the end, I wish sometimes we get more time to, to find out what we can do over it because yeah. now the best friend of you is almost the internet. <laughs> Sure. If you have the internet, it can help you quicker and faster to find the good mm -hmm. theme of that cover-up. But you need a lot of dark spots. Yeah. Everybody knows it. You, you can't cover something with light tones. You mm -hmm. can, but not that good. Even you want to use the old tattoo in that new tattoo. But mm -hmm. you need really dark colors. That's, that's the main important thing. But sometimes with realistic, is it not easy? You can do it, but it's not easy to find the best way to cover it. Right. Well, it's, it's interesting that um, it's an exciting part of that show, I think, and probably as an artist to f put yourself in that situation that's almost like an old street shop situation. When I came up tattooing tw you know, 20 years ago, um, it was whatever came through the door, you had to be able to work up. So you had to have your drawing oh, skills uh, down. You had to have your lettering skills or at least access to a speedball book so you could, you know, create the letters uh, that they wanted. But you had to work on the fly and the better artistry that you had, the better you could, you know, use those skills to to fulfill this, you know, tattoo request that the person came in with. And so it's, yeah. it's kind of exciting that the show has that quality to it. It's not, hey, we're going to cast for this. And then three months later, we're coming back, you know, after I've had all this time to prepare. No, yeah. Randy's, Randy's in the hotel room preparing <laughs> that night to bust this shit out tomorrow. You know, it's, yeah. it's amazing, man. 
it's it's hard in the end we get all this 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 full day on sunday that means like five to eight nine hours for one sure. to two that's what i use and the day before it's hard but i wish we can get these three months or whatever to find out the best right. thing but in the end you know what we are artists we are and we want we get it actually if you, sometimes you see tattoos you see cover-ups and in that show already the guys they stand in front of us they show us the tattoo and they talk with us and sometimes i see already what i can put over that thing right you know i get an influence that i know okay i can do a face like that or maybe a car or whatever so much things when the guys talk with us they talk, tell us also the theme about this what they actually want to have and then my brain is running in this time already and then i have my my things what i can can put over it but in the end, I find my winner because I have all these things. And, you know, then you see in the end, yeah, this guy, seeing... this girl, and this I take it because I know already what I want to put over it. Right. All your experience, I think, comes into play in that moment. And the things that you've yeah. had to do before um, are, are coming into mind and, and what you can accomplish and what you can't and your experience with your equipment and your ink. And it's just like anything, you know, you have to know your tools that you're working with and your abilities that you're working with. And, um, from that and your inspiration as an artist comes the best possible work. So yeah, that's good. It's good. That's it's have to be good in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying my talk with Randy. Remember to check out Kingpin Tattoo Supply for your next order of needles. You know, why pay more or get shitty quality needles from another company? Kingpin needles are used by some of the best in the industry. They have needles for all different styles of tattoo work. You can check out a wide selection of their needles available through Kingpin at kingpintattoosupply.com or you can call them at 1-888-299-5675. In the U.S. or outside the U.S., they'll ship anywhere. Kingpin Tattoo Supply for the artist since 1996. I hope you enjoyed the rest of this podcast. Um, I enjoyed this talk with Randy. Um, please hit me up on Facebook, on the fan page. Um, let me know what you think. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of the show. It's exciting, man. So you're getting back in the gym. What, what's a typical... What have you been doing typical weight, weight wise? You are, do you go in and do a lot of, you know, I can't imagine Randy, you're going in and doing a lot of fucking cardio, but are you <laughs> not that much, but actually once a week, once a week. Now we go, I go, now I start also once a week to, doing cardio, to okay. stand on the, on the bike and do something like that. Because now, we, you know, we get older, we need to do this too. Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> to be I'm healthy. I, absolutely. And I'm so much more into that. I've always been active in my life and I've done different things, um, workout, yeah. workout styles and, you know, jujitsu here and there, shoot fighting, different aspects, boxing to different stuff to keep myself in shape. And, you know, at this point I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to compete with anybody anymore. I just want to make sure that, you know, my body feels strong. I feel flexible, which is one of the things that I'm working on, you know, right now is just being flexible and my fucking consistency, man. It's like, it's hard for me to get into the gym, you know, with so much going on. I got a baby coming. That's like happening in 20 something days, bro. 
Oh my god! I was putting yeah. I was putting baby shit together all all uh, week, man. That's we had stressful, yeah. Yeah, That's it's stressful. stressful, man. I mean, it's it's exciting time, you know. But it's my exciting and stressful, both in one one thing. Yeah, the but house is piled full of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's uh, but we got the you know got the crib together. We got everything together. The chair, the uh, we're getting the room painted later today, and. Man, it's exciting, but it's it's nerve wracking, you know, uh, yeah. at the same time. You know, it's it's been a while since I've had a kid that is going to be a little baby. But, uh, man, I'm excited, dude. It's going to be I it's going to be fun. I can imagine. I can imagine. I don't have a kid, but I can imagine every every guy they have kids, every friends around. You can feel and you can see that everybody's yeah. happy, even right before they are really excited everybody <laughs> well, it's, it's you know it's not the same but if you have pets you know i know i see you have no, a dog on instagram I think it's not the same but it's kind of but it's way kind higher of and right it's it's a it's a different level of responsibility and i like, think so um but man dude like even my my dog was giving me shit the other day uh these two my <laughs> my biggest uh dog the 70 pound um uh dog he was okay so i let him they jump up at 5 a.m you know, normally to eat and I, I let them, you know, eat and then they go out to pee and then I take them on a walk and we come back and we <laughs> chill out. So one this last morning he jumps up and he runs to the, you know, the, or the one jumps up. I have another little pit bull too, a black and white one. And she jumps up too. <laughs> they jet out to the back door and I'm not thinking it's 5 AM. You know, I'm just up. I'm not thinking, Oh, maybe they got to go to pee, you know, bad. <laughs> yeah. So I let them out. And the cat, our cat was kicking it with another cat out there. And so the pit bull once, you know, she is a driven dog. She jumps right after the cat and it's dark. It's 5 a.m. <laughs> I don't have any shoes on. So now both dogs are, are out around this little fountain that we have that's pretty substantial in size. <laughs> and they're by the fence trying to, you know, where the cat went. And the cat obviously had been sitting around the pond with the other cat. And so now the dogs are just smelling all around this little pond fountain that we have. And the ponds or the fountains turned off. So the, there's these three like little stacked down steps. The water would trickle down. And so by the time I run in and get my shoes to go and shoo them away from the pond, I come back out and there's my dog, you know, up to his chest in the pond with his back legs on the, lo on the last step of the, um, little fountain and this dog is not going to he can't even get up on the bed you know the poor little uh puppy's back legs are he's got blown out knees and so he oh can't jump up so i got to get in the pond you know uh oh my and grab this dog out 70 pounds lift him out and, and this in the morning 5 a.m in the morning i mean it was nonsense man so oh. just those i think those kind of experiences are, are are getting me ready for the nonsense that i'm gonna have to endure when the baby comes and it's three yes. in the morning and he needs something oh yeah i think it's a kind of that thing you have to stand up right if it's something happened you have to stand up have to yep. be there you got to do there. it <laughs> how's uh, <laughs> what kind of what kind of dog do you have man uh we have a French bulldog. Very yeah. cool. That's really cool. It, oh, it brings me really down. If I come from stressful work at home and that duck gives you so much love and things and, you know, he's coming there and you can cuddle him and everything. That brings me really down from all the stress the mm -hmm. whole day. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, his name is Matt Ball, like the New York hardcore band. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. That's yeah, awesome. That's cool. 
it's yeah. it's pretty cool to see. You know, it looks like from from an outside perspective, looking at your Instagram, um, that you have a great relationship with your girl and and your dog oh, yeah. and your family. And how do you balance that, man? You know, it's something that I think that a lot of artists. Uh, have a hard time with is that relationship and and the balance between uh, you know what? work and there is and only that. one thing you have to find a girl they that she take care of that what you do right i can't change my life because i'm an artist and i will do that and i will travel i will do all the stuff around my tattoo um all around my work and i don't need a girl she say oh please stay at home or can you please come earlier at home or whatever no because I need to finish my work and I don't need to finish it like quick because I need to finish it. No, I will finish it because mm -hmm. I will stay there and will finish and will give my best every day. That's my main important thing. And I need a girl, she take care of that and say, hey, awesome, nice work and take your time, come ever if you want. Or also if I say, I will go to Australia or I will go to the US, she say, she's not like, oh, you can't, oh, no, you have to stay with me. No, she say, okay, I will, ha will try that I come, can come with you or no problem, I don't have time, but go and have fun. You know, that's the way. Supportive. You need somebody, they you support you, yeah. not they uh, maybe put some rocks in your way or whatever. That's <laughs> right. No, it's, it's great to, uh, it's great to see that. And, you know, I, I've, I experienced that same thing with my wife, you know, very supportive, um, and it's, it's amazing when you find that partner that you can, oh, yeah. that can be connected it's hard like that. And long time to, and needs mm -hmm. a long time. And it's not like that you can search and you will find it. It will be happen one time. It's yeah. only, I don't was searching for a girl. It was only like quick, like boom. And she was there. That's the thing. It's, mm -hmm. you know, that's, you don't need to search for it. It's coming. It's happened one times. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's uh, it's cool. It seems like you guys have fun traveling and and uh, have fun together. So, talk about Heaven of Colors, man. That's your new shop that you've you, you built last year. Um, yeah. And talk about how that's going, man. And and it's got to be an exciting uh, thing. I've built a tattoo shop, um, you know, or, or been a part of that when I when I opened up my shop. Um, I didn't build it myself because I'd probably hit my thumb trying to nail in some nails. Uh, with the hammer, but um, I was a part of that experience creating a shop with the colors and the and the style and the vibe that I wanted it to have. Ivano Natali talked about um, on the podcast the first season about building his shop in Italy and and that experience. How was it for you building have, uh, uh, Heaven of Colors? Okay, uh, Heaven of Colors. Now is it ten years? I start ten years ago with actually a really small shop. It was like thirty square meters. That's not that big, but it was a shop only for me. And then I start doing some stuff with apprentices and I need to need a bigger shop. Then I get a second one that was also I rent uh, a big shop, like with a bar inside and everything. That was really cool. And all my guest owners and friends, they come over there. They was really fine with that shop. They like it and they come back every time. And it was also a huge, a huge shop with different uh, levels in, in one house, but it was for rent. But now I think I get the next level shop because it's like it's thousand square meters now and it's like a small mall. That was like I have a big ID and I get these building to that ID what I have. Mm -hmm. It was uh, and it was the same time I get a really cheap house what I can buy. And this time when I get this ID to get to build a mall, like a small mall only for artists and, and freaks like us. <laughs> And that's why 
now we have the heaven of colors is now one part of the lifestyle passage it's like a big huge thing it's it means like lifestyle passage and inside we have the heaven of colors tattoo shop wildcat piercing lounge then we have a did different identity clothing store with solid clothing and everything inside we have a big bar inside every night is the bar is filled up and packed with people's spare time bar Wow. It's really cool. Then we have a permanent makeup studio upstairs. My girl is taking care of that permanent makeup, anti-aging stuff and tattoo removal with laser and all these stuff. We have a big art gallery inside where we can go back for paintings and showing artworks around. It's like a mall now with a lot of different levels in that thing. Yeah, it's more than, yeah, it's around thousand square meters and it's downtown in the middle of the shopping street and it's really cool. And nobody see that before. It's great. And it works. It runs really good. And it was a whole year of work for me. Wow, man. That is, that's absolutely an incredible, incredible thing. That but you, you know together. what? I think I can't bring that over, not even with pictures and videos. I can show that on Instagram and video. Normally, you have to be here to feel and to see that what we did here. Everybody, they, they are here. They see it. Everybody says, oh, you can't tell this with pictures and videos you have to feel have to get this feeling live that's really great and everybody is really happy to see that that's good for my soul to feel that we did everything right yeah it's it's got to be again exciting to see the the fruits of the labor that you know you put the the year in of working together to to build more than just a tattoo shop but but a whole you know, like you said, a lifestyle, uh, a passage uh, that yeah. has everything that you love and, and, and are into those type of things are right there. Um, yeah. And and it's it's pretty cool, man. I mean, shit, the idea of having a bar in, you know, right around uh, tattoo shops were oftentimes positioned right around the bar. You know, uh, Lyle Tuttle had the Tattoo Rose Cafe, which um, I think was the lowest he had it in his building in San Francisco, and I think it was at the at the bottom of building on a three story flat. And I'm not sure if there was tattooing that went on in there, um, or if it was just the cafe and his shop was somewhere else. But you know, he had that back yeah. in the back in the day that 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 ideas um, you know been used. But it's amazing to see it put together in such a a grand way that you've done it. That's really cool, but I know it. I, I talk with Roman a lot about these things. To open something like that in LA, it's maybe a great idea. But he told me also that it's not that easy in the US to mm -hmm. open a tattoo shop included with a bar and everything. There, you have so much rules to, yeah. to make it happen. That's not easy. Right. And I think that's in Germany easier. That's why that's why we can do something like this. Mm -hmm. It's it's great, yeah. man. It, it is true. You know, I looked into, I think one of the, the bigger um, things that's going to end up uh, growing over the next few years is laser removal. And I looked into even in 2010, when I opened up my tattoo shop, I was looking into adding that as a secondary thing in California, though, you have to have a doctor that, you know, oversees the um, operation and, and a nurse practitioner or a nurse has to administer the laser. So it's really restrictive, whereas you can go to Nevada or you can go to some of these other places, I believe Nevada or some other states where it's a lot less restrictive. But it's a great I mean, I think that more and more people who are getting you know, tattoos that are bad and you see it every yes. day with this, with this show that you're doing, um, are going to be responding more to that laser removal and, and getting that so that they can now Definitely. 
Definitely, that runs really good. And you feel that that's easy for the people if they come in. You as an artist say, man, I can't cover this up, but maybe it's better to get two or three sessions of laser it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's awesome if you have it in one room or in one house that mm -hmm. the guys don't need to search for it or something. They have everything here, everything what they need for cover-ups, good tattoos, for piercing, clothing, everything around our industry, you can get it in one place. That's awesome. That's a good idea. It's hard to handle this, but if it runs, it runs. It will run really good. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's really it's really a great idea, man. I hope to someday get over there and take a look, you know, and see it. You know, it's amazing. To sounds like an amazing place. Yeah, it is. So, well, Randy, t uh, what do you have going on or coming up in the in the immediate future? Like I said, I'm gonna get this episode out um today. You know, we're we're this is immediate, uh, immediate, um, content for, for people, you know, normally I have about a week or two weeks to, to get these things out. Um, but shit, we're doing it today, man. And it's going to go out, um, uh, today, Wednesday. So what do you got coming up in the, in the future? How can people check out your work and, and learn more about? Yeah. And that, the thing is, now, uh, yeah, okay, I do every day, I upload my works, everybody can see it on Facebook or Instagram mm -hmm. anyways, yeah, you know, that's the same every time. But it's also a lot of things with the TV shows going on, it's going more and more se seasons what they want to have because this TV show is really, really successful. And that means also I need a lot of time to, for that show too. I need a lot of time for my shop too. Now we want to create and promote a little bit more my name too. I get um, like a, a manager, um, one manager more. They take care more of my name and we want to rebuild. We want to do something with my name. But mm -hmm. that's why I don't can, I don't want to talk so much about this because there is a big thing was coming this year. And I think that's a good idea what, what they have with, with my name. And it's, it's a lot of stuff what guys can get in, in the future uh from me and yeah we do a lot more with uh this year is a lot of things with conventions i will travel around the world again i will be in la i will back uh, at roman's shop artistic element uh, i will back in new york to the empire state show i will back there for a guest spot too i will back will be back in toronto i will be back in miami one times this year i have su such a big schedule I, I don't know what i what in asia this year i will be in asia also mm. shanghai taiwan i will be back in australia and new zealand Hello. this year i will be on the road again uh that's why somebody have interest or to meet me up on some conventions or other every time the guys can can come by and say hello and can hang out with me because i start again to, <laughs> To go around that globe, man. That's <laughs> yeah, it's great, man. I would encourage everybody to go check out Randy's work on Instagram and Facebook, and um, you can absolutely uh, check the show out on Facebook. Go to um, the the Facebook fan page. It's Sullen Radio with Joe Swanson fan page. Um, I would love to get some uh, interaction with you guys, the listeners. What are you liking? Who do you want to hear from? Um, you know, you can easily share the show from there as well. And, uh, I'd appreciate it guys. It's, uh, I appreciate all the listens, Randy, man. I appreciate you coming on when the big news drops about what you have going on. Please hit me up, dude. We'll have you back on for a special feature and make sure everybody knows what's going on with you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I, I let you know, man. And 
also my all my informations everything where i am and what i want to do everything is online that's why there is nothing to, um, that somebody say i don't know no there is too much online yeah. actually that everybody knows where i am what i do and where they can catch me and how they can get appointments doesn't matter everything is there that's One. why Great, man. Well, best of luck with uh, Heaven of Colors. It sounds amazing. You, best of luck with your world travel this year, all your projects. It was a pleasure talking with you, Randy. I appreciate it. Um, have Thanks, a great... Man. Also, for my bad English, sometimes it's not that good, but nah, I man. think everything is fine, man. <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. It's such a, it, was a, it was a super fun uh, talk for, for me, man, and, and I'm excited. I'm inspired by your work and about your attitude and, and what you're doing in tattooing, and I, and I appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks, thanks a lot for having me at the Sullen Radio, and thanks and thank you to all the artists and also the whole Sullen family around the whole world, and see you guys around, man. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thanks for all the support, all the emails, comments, the likes, the shares. I appreciate it, guys. It's um, incredible to be able to talk uh, to these amazing artists, and I hope that uh, I can bring you some inspiration and some laughs, and um, I hope you're enjoying the show. So make sure to connect with me on there. Facebook fan page, Southern Radio with Joe Swanson. Uh, again, it's a great place to share the show. Uh, if you'd like to get tattoo work by me, um, or you'd like to hire me for any hosting or speaking engagement, joe at sullenradio.com is my email. You can hit me up there. You can also connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at Sullen Radio. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys are thinking about the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. I do appreciate it. Keep hustling.